You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Oh boy. Uh, welcome everyone back to the post-game broadcast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network. And UCLA notched a really good win at home against what I still consider to be a pretty good Washington team. Uh, UCLA won 40-32. I'm going to invite everyone out there to ignore the fourth quarter. Just ignore it entirely. Except for when UCLA was on offense and Dorian Thompson-Robinson was doing his thing. Just ignore it. It's going to diminish your enjoyment of this whole thing. And frankly, it's been a long road. Just just try to soak this one in. Um, the uh, th- This was, um, for much of the game, a pretty comprehensive beatdown from UCLA administered to Washington. Um, like, the game opened with Washington driving down the field. But even in that drive... Uh, UCLA was forcing more discomfort out of Washington than I had really expected. Um, they ended up converting a touchdown, and this is a recurring theme, and if you don't want to ignore the fourth quarter, it's the, the probably the one worrying thing. Um, Washington was able to re- uh, convert a fourth and six from 34 yards for the touchdown, but that was pretty much all Washington's offense did for basically the entire first half. Um UCLA's defense, I thought, um, re- made made Michael Penix look really disconcerted. Um, it was it was really odd to see if you've been watching him this year. Um, he looked really flustered in a way that we hadn't really seen from him watching any Washington games this year. Um, some of that might have been <laughs> the hostile Rose Bowl road environment, but I think a lot of it was what UCLA was doing defensively. They were mixing fronts. Um, Seemed like they, you know, they had the that one odd one that, um, which was the sack for Latu, where it was, I think Latu was the sold down lineman, essentially lined up as a nose, um, and then two guys standing up next to him. Um, but they were just mixing and matching a lot up front, and they had to obviously because of the state of the defensive tackle rotation. But it worked in a real way, and it was as if Washington was just completely unprepared for it. Um, I think you've got to hand it to the defensive staff. They they had this offense really scouted. Um, and I, I you got to decouple it a little bit from the secondary just not being very good. But how many times did you see Washington put one of their screens together? Because that's one of the things with DeBoer's offense. They've got these screens that are really intricate. You know, they look kind of weird. There was that one middle screen where it was to the tight end and he had to go up and get it. But how many times did you see those screens and there were three UCLA defenders right there to meet the screener? Um they really had this thing well scouted. Some of it's probably the familiarity from last year with the Fresno State uh, game, but uh, the defense just looked like it had really dialed into what Fresno State was going to do, and I think you have to credit the staff there. Um, but it was uh, a really, really good showing. Um, 
And then obviously they pulled down a couple of interceptions. I thought both were kind of poor decisions from Penix, but also they were poor decisions that were deeply uncharacteristic, which, okay, he could have just had a bad game, but I think some of it was what UCLA was doing. Um, you know, he was, he was throwing into triple coverage. He was throwing with pressure on him. Um, you know, UCLA finished with, I think it was two sacks. Yeah, two, two sacks, but there was a lot more pressure than that. Um, and uh, it only officially one QB hurry. But the announcers, one of the few things they got right is UCLA was constantly just kind of right there and preventing um, Penix from really winding up. Um, and so many of his deep balls sailed uh, because it just didn't seem like he felt like he could follow through. And in a lot of instances, I think he was right. There was a, there were footsteps. There was there were people right around him. So I, I think you've got to give a ton of credit to this defensive staff. They devised a game plan um, that really worked. Uh, I thought early on it looked like they were blitzing way too much, um, but they were. I think it served to kind of fluster fluster Penix because even with the blitzing not totally getting home they were still getting through with some ease um and i think that made him uh, a little bit nervous but um from a game plan perspective it was one of the better defensive uh game plans um i i can remember uh at least in the recent last couple of years um and then um but i mean the the story of the game for me really is dorian thompson robinson is everything you want in a fifth-year quarterback now. Um, and I think anybody who is not seeing that at this point has complete blinders on. Um, just his decision-making, the game has obviously slowed down to him, slowed down for him to such an extreme extent. Um, and, like, there's the, obviously, there's the otherworldly athletic plays and all that kind of stuff, the hurdling guys, but, like, that one play where he's he's taking it into the end zone and he just stops for a second to let the two defenders run into him, uh, run into each other, and then he goes into the end zone, basically walks in. That's such a, it's such a heady play. I mean, obviously it was ridiculous to watch those two Washington defenders go all, you know, bad kung fu movie on each other. But um, he didn't do anything spectacular. He didn't try to race them to the corner. He was just like, oh, I know, I, I've seen this movie before. I've seen, you know, where these defenders think I'm going. I'm just gonna let them run into each other. It was like. Um, I don't know, it was like bullet time. It was like Matrix bullet time. You know, he's just moving, you know, by moving slowly, he's actually moving faster than everyone else. Like, it's just the uh, the thought process is so much faster than everyone else on the field. Um, and, you know, think about the journey that that is, you know, going from where he was as a freshman and a sophomore to where he is now. I mean, that's that's the best thing. Like, Dorian Thompson-Robinson is one of the best things about college football, right? Just... Going from that guy as a freshman and that guy as a sophomore where, you know, he's got the empty-handed fumbles, trying to do too much, always way too amped up at the beginning of games, to basically looking like the Terminator in this game throughout the entire thing. Just stone cold, the facial expression never changing, just kind of calmly doing his thing. Um, making just, uh, there were these simple, like, little outs to Cam Brown at one point. Um, where they were just, like, simple, like, seven or eight-yard passes. But, like, they were tough, tough throws, and they came under a little bit of pressure, and he just made it look so easy. Um, so much of the game is just coming so easily to him now. Um, down to the, you know, last play of the game. Put the ball in your best player's hand and let him ice it. And all apologies to Zach Charbonnet. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson has an argument. Um, and so they gave it to him to throw to Hudson Habermill, and 
there you have it. UCLA converts and uh, puts the game away on offense, which is what everyone is always clamoring for. Um, just a, a really spectacular game for him. Um, and you got to, I think, if you know, you've got to be happy for him um, to have kind of culminated at this point. I mean, he's at, I think he's at 11 touchdowns against one interception so far this year. Um, he's running the ball at, I think, a better rate than he's ever run it. Yeah, he's at. 8.1 he was coming into the night he was at 8.1 yards per carry this year uh this game will bring it down a little bit but it does add a touchdown to the collection um just i mean just he's he's playing at a really spectacular level and everyone should appreciate it while he is uh still in school um zach charbonnet was really really good um wasn't getting much going um between the tackles early on uh, i think the the washington defense it, it did hold up for a little while um but second half um obviously created a ton on the ground um caught the ball really well out of the backfield um he was he was really really good um and easily could have had another touchdown if um <laughs> if uh chip kelly hadn't gone a little galaxy brained uh in the uh first first drive for ucla and that's the thing so okay everything else besides um ucla scored 40 points in this one two of them the safety obviously but they had one two three four five six seven eight eight drives eight of their eight of their um uh nine real drives ended in the Washington red zone or at the end zone. So to only score 38 is actually eh, a little underwhelming. Um, they, uh, they had the ball at the UW three, um, turned it over on downs. Um, they had it at the UW six, ended up kicking a field goal, um, had it at the UW 16, uh, and turned it over on downs. Um, I mean, even if you just kick field goals instead of, I mean, you're at 46 points, and if you actually punch it in and that, you know, at the UW3, they easily could have with if they just run the ball with Charbonnet. Um, yeah, I mean, you're talking about a 50-point game. So uh, the offense was gangbusters in this one. And, and you know, Dorian Thompson Robinson had a little bit of pressure, but never really threatened by what I still think is probably a pretty good pass rush from Washington. So that's the other thing. UCLA's offensive line played really damn well. Um, and yeah, UCLA did game plan around it. There was a little bit of that quick passing I was expecting to the outside, but it wasn't to that extent. Um, they manned up and played really well. Um, and there were some false starts and stuff, but I was impressed with Garrett DiGiorgio and Raekwon O'Neal. I thought they played really well. Um, I thought Washington, honestly, until you chime in here, people, because I walked away from it actually being less impressed with Kalen DeBoer for a lot of reasons, but the design of their defense seemed flawed for what UCLA is good at and what they're not at. Like, how many times did we see Washington blitzes twist inside instead of, I don't know, trying to overload one of the tackles? It seemed like they had identified some heretofore unforeseen weakness on the inside, which didn't exist in this game. Um, and it, it seemed like they were trying to exert some sort of interior pressure, which just... I, I didn't really get it. Um, and then uh, his end of game decisions, um, the the calling the timeout with just under four minutes to go on UCLA's first possession or first series, uh, first set of downs. Geez, it's late. Sorry. Um, first set of downs on that final drive. It just seemed oh, we we're throwing all the eggs in this drive's basket. Um, it was um, 
did not think of a very good game, a very good showing from that coaching staff. And um, so uh, it changed my estimation a tidbit. Um, but uh, just offensively, I mean, it, it was really on all cylinders. Um, the offensive line played its best game of the year. Thompson Robinson played his best game of the year. And Zach Charbonnet, I mean, he's always really good, but this was pretty close to his best game of the year. Jake Bobo, um, just, I mean, so you got to throw a caveat out there that I think Washington's secondary may be worse than UCLA's. So just, you know, and I'm not, I'm not caveating all of Washington. I still think Washington's really good, but the matchup with Bobo in that secondary was a major mismatch. Um, and it wasn't just that he was catching contested balls. He was just wide open a lot. Um, but he played a great game. Great, great game. Um, had two touchdowns, six catches for 142 yards. Um, just a really, really good performance from, um, again, basically that entire offense. Um, defensively, I think uh, one of my takeaways is once again, and this is just kind of, I don't know if it's just the nature of how they're playing defense or just they're not quite getting home. I thought there was a lot of pressure. It just didn't result in sacks. Um, but I thought Penix was constantly kind of, having to think about what UCLA was doing, um, up front. And, uh, for that, you know, I got, you got to credit, um, Latu Latu in a big way. Um, but the Murphys I thought were both, um, you know, pretty disruptive on the outside. Um, it's that the, the secondary, um, and you know, we do have to talk about it a little bit. Um, and I don't want to belabor it cause we all know the story and, and frankly, I don't want to bring anybody down. Um, but it's 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 a concern. Um, they more or less the secondary is the only reason Washington was allowed back into this game. Um, just allowing these deep conversions, allowing you know frequent uh, third and fourth down conversions, um, where the, the pressure might even be getting relatively home, but the the corner will be playing so far off the receiver or playing with so little awareness of where the sticks are that it's still an easy throw uh, for the opposing quarterback. Um, and it, I don't even want to pick out any one guy because it seemed like it was basically everyone in this one. You know, I thought, you know, John Humphrey had some issues. Ozzy Hearn had some issues. Devin Kirkwood had some issues. Um, and so I, I, I think there is an element where that's probably some level of coaching. Um, I don't think you have all of those guys playing roughly the same way if it wasn't in some way coached. Um, so... It, it's going to come back to bite them at some point, but I don't know. I mean, the thing with UCLA this year is the offense. I mean, it's Dorian Thompson Robbins. I, I just, I'm going back to the offense because I think this is the part that, um, the, this is the part that's kicking around in my brain right now. Dorian Thompson Robinson is playing at a better level than he did last year when last year he was really, really good. I think anybody who again says that last year he wasn't really good again, we're watching a different sport. He was really good last year, and he's much better this year. Um, he's at that level, though, and this is where it ties into the defense, where I sort of feel like he keeps UCLA in pretty much every game. Um, and I, I may come back to eat those words if you know Utah comes in and smokes him next week, but I kind of think they won't. Um, and this might be just the high of uh, you know me predicting a UW eleven point win, and instead UCLA pasted him, but. Even me, and I've been pretty high on Dorian Thompson Robinson for a while, um, even me, I wasn't expecting just this kind of consistent level of fifth-year senior play. Um, so, 
I don't know. I think he's uh, I think he's playing at such a level that it's going to be one of those kind of fun years where, yeah, the team's got some flaws, but that dude is not flawed, and he's got the ability to you know carry a team on his back by himself. In other words, I think this year is going to be really fun. Um, and you know, it's taken me, <laughs> it's taken me four games to get there, five games now to get there. But, um, I think, you know, now we've seen them against a, whatever you want to say about Washington, whether you want to say now that they're average, I still think they're good, but whether you want to say now that they're average, they're at least a real team in a way that the, you know, at least three of the previous four opponents weren't, um, I think it's, I think, uh, with this kind of quarterback play, um, it's going to be a fun, a fun season, um, no matter, uh, no matter how that secondary plays. Um, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's pretty much it for me. Um, cause I got to get to writing, but, um, fun game. Hope everyone enjoys it. And we'll be back again this week with hopefully a much more accurate preview of the Utah game. All right. Talk to you soon.